what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of 10WT Friday, where every single week we teach you to, how to form the healthy habits that will transform your body and your life. At the 10 Week Transformation, we teach you a five-step framework. One, it starts with building your big, your why behind your fitness. Then we help you set your success indicator, which is what you want to accomplish and by when. Third, we help you identify your progress indicators, which are the weekly goals that will undoubtedly progress you to your overall goal. Number four, we help you plan your pills, which will increase the likelihood that you succeed in your week amidst all the chaos. And then fifth and finally, we help you set up your scoreboard, which increases the stakes of the game and gives you the feeling of game on. If you do these steps, your habits are going to be rock solid, your self-confidence is going to skyrocket, and you'll be on the path to your best you. Every single week, we help individuals who are hungry for growth get closer to the best version of themselves so they can live meaningful and impactful lives. I'm your host, Nick Carrier, and today I am really excited to talk about what is required when it comes to becoming your best you. I'm really excited because this episode is super foundational in our philosophy and getting closer to the best version of ourselves. And it's something that is frequently talked about right now at the beginning of the year, right? There's people talking about New Year's resolutions and goals a lot. And all of us have probably a little bit of a different relationship with New Year's resolution and goals. Some of us love that kind of stuff like me. Some of us just roll our eyes at that stuff. And I really believe that if you roll your eyes at that stuff, it's probably not because you, it's probably because you just haven't been taught about the best way to go about it. But regardless, a lot of people are just excited at the beginning of the year. We feel rejuvenated, a new year, we have a fresh beginning, and so we're ready to go. We're ready to make some changes. Whether or not we have resolutions or goals, we, we feel like things are good because they're new. And one of the things that helps me when things are new and I want to set a goal is I want to as much stakes as humanly possible on my goal. And one of the things that I do to create stakes for myself is I tell other people what my goals are. And and last week's episode, I told everybody about my brand new fitness goal of increasing my barbell back squat, my bench press and my 5k run. And, and for me, I love the sense of increased stakes of increased importance. And one of the things I, I played football growing up, and I would have loved to play college football on a big stage, but I just was never all that big, never super, super fast. I was pretty strong, pretty fast, but I was 5'9", 165 in high school, so I was never going to be able to play at a big school and have the big stage under the lights and everything like I wanted to, so I had to settle for being that guy who just tried way too hard during intramurals in college, and so... I love the sense of increased stakes with our goals. Now, I'm not telling you today that you have to go tell everybody else what your goals are. That's not what I'm saying. But I think it's really important to at least have something specified on on how you want to improve at the beginning of the year because we all have to decide to prioritize our health. Our health is absolutely critical. And one of the things about setting a goal with our health is often – a lot of us know what to do, but we just don't actually do it. That's probably what I hear from more than anybody of the hundreds of people that I've coached in the 10-week transformation. People are like, I kind of know what I need to do. I kind of know what I should be doing eating-wise. I kind of know that I need to be working out four or five times a week, some strength training, some cardio, but I just I kind of can't hold myself accountable to do it. And right now, we're pretty motivated at the beginning of the year, but then in January, MOK Day rolls around, and then 
Valentine's Day rolls around and we have the excuse of, oh, it was just Valentine's Day, so I had to eat the chocolate. I had to go out with my significant other and we had a big meal and and then that was on a Friday and so we, then we just blew it out the rest of the weekend and, and then March rolls around and it's St. Patty's Day and so we have to drink beer and we have to have Irish whiskey for St. Patty's Day and then I kind of felt like crap until Wednesday and then I went and worked out and then people make the excuse of April Fool's Day and they make the excuse of tax day. I mean, some people legitimately make excuses like there's an award for finding them and that cannot be us here at the beginning of the year it's super critical because look if we make those excuses like oftentimes we've made them in the past then we're going to lack energy with our health i mean our health is going to go bad we're not going to hit our goals so we're going to just lack energy and we're going to feel a little bit bloated and our clothes aren't going to fit the same way and if we lack energy then we're not going to show up to work like we have the ability to show up and we might not get that promotion that we want to get. And if we don't get that promotion we're going to get, we're not going to make more money. We're not going to feel comfortable with the mortgage payment, the car payment. We're not going to feel comfortable supporting the kids. And if you lack energy and you don't have a significant other, then you're going to lack confidence approaching somebody else that you might be interested in. If you don't approach that somebody else that you might be interested in, you might be single for the rest of your life and you might not actually ever find that person who's meant for you. So we have to prioritize our health for so many different reasons. It is such a quantifiable problem in the other areas of our life. I really believe that it's the catalyst for premier performance in the other areas of our life. So don't let the lack of execution with your fitness goals destroy your self-confidence. Because that's really one of the biggest things that I realize is if we don't execute on our health and fitness goals that we lay out for ourselves, then we lack confidence. And one of the things that I realized, though, is, you know, there's a lot of people out there who don't have confidence, but they're really rich or they're really famous or they're really healthy. But what I realized is that results don't create confidence. Results don't create confidence. Your identity builds your confidence. And your identity is not built from your results. Your identity is built by following through with the promises that you make to yourself. One of my favorite client stories of all time is one of my really good friends. And it's it's been years ago now. It was about four years ago where he did my very first, or two, no, it was two years ago, excuse me. Two years ago now where he did my very first 10-week program that I created. And he was somebody who, back in, back in high school, he was actually a high school quarterback. And he was, you know, high school quarterback. They won state championships and he was the man. And then he went to college and like, a lot of college kids and a lot of fraternity kids. He was my pledge brother in our fraternity, and he just drank a decent amount, ate a decent amount. I mean, you should see some of his plates at the at the dining hall, and then he started to not pay attention to school as much, and so like his health started to influence these other areas of his life. He didn't have a girlfriend. He let his health get the best of him, and so he didn't do as well in school, and he gained a little bit of weight, and that affected his confidence, and that kind of carried into his post-college life as well, and after college, he wanted to really get promoted, but he was a little bit frustrated with his work, and he still wanted to find a girlfriend because he hadn't really had a girlfriend in a long time, and then he did my 10-week program, and he had the weekly goals of improving his health of, I'm going to do 100 push-ups every single day, and then every single week throughout the 10 weeks, I'm going to add 20 push-ups to it. So week one, I'll do 100 push-ups a day. Week two, I'm going to do 120 push-ups a day, so on and so forth. Another one of his weekly goals was he wanted to have a homemade healthy breakfast all five days during the week. Another one of his weekly goals is I want to go on two 30-minute runs 
during this week. And you see those small, realistic weekly goals that he set for himself, he executed on it in week one. And then he executed on it in week two. And then he executed on it in week three. Now, every single week, he probably didn't hit it with perfect accuracy, but he was pretty darn close. And anytime he fell down, he picked himself back up really quickly. And he did that week after week after week for 10 weeks. And then I remember after the program, he told me about how I really want to do a marathon. And I was like, do you know how long a marathon is? <laughs> You've run two 30-minute runs every single week for 10 weeks. Now you want to run a marathon? He's like, yeah, I want to do it. I'm in for it. I'm like, it's 26.2 miles. He's like, yeah, I'm in. I want to do it. And so one of the things he did is he, he signed up for it during the middle of COVID. And then that first one got canceled. But he was training for it. And it got rescheduled. So he's like, all right, that's fine. I'm going to continue to train for it. Next one gets canceled. He's like, all right, so I'm doing this thing. I'm going to continue to train for it. Third time gets canceled. This time, he was like, you know what? It got canceled, but I was planning on running it on this day. So what I'm going to do is I'm still going to run it on this day. Even though there's no marathon, I'm just going to do it myself. And so he literally plotted a 26.2 mile course for himself to do on his own on that particular day. And so me and a lot of his friends, we wanted to make it feel like as much of an event as possible. So people made poster boards and they drove around to different checkpoints that we knew he was going to be at. And then we were at the finish line and we celebrated him. And it was absolutely awesome to see the ecstatic smile that he on his, he had on his face, the pride that he had in himself to do this was absolutely critical. And you see, one of the biggest takeaways from this was that following through with small promises allows you to follow through with bigger promises. He's followed through with two 30-minute runs a day consistently, and then he consistently followed through with longer runs and longer runs, and he followed through with doing a marathon in the most difficult of circumstances. One thing I didn't even mention, it was raining all that morning while he was running. And one of the things that I talked about in the beginning is your identity is what builds your confidence. And so you can build your confidence by doing tough things. You can build your confidence by doing tough things. But you can transform your identity by doing tough things during tough circumstances. You can build confidence by doing tough things. But if you do tough things in tough circumstances, you can transform your identity. I can't tell you how proud I am of this friend for all that he's accomplished and all that he's done to transform himself into the person that he is today. And he's got some great results and some great outcomes, but that's not what provides him with confidence. What provides him with more confidence is he's the type of person who now follows through with the promises that he makes to himself. He's the type of person that prioritizes his health. He's the type of person that prioritizes his fitness. And now he's got a girlfriend the last couple years, and it's been awesome to see how good they are together. He is now actually planning on doing a triathlon at some point this year. I mean, like this kid went from being that overweight college kid who didn't care how much he ate, didn't care how much he drank, and now he's doing a triathlon five years later. And, I mean, unbelievable transformation, but it started one step at a time. It started small. It started with the small promise that he just gradually increased the level of promise as he went month after month and year after year. So becoming your best you requires following through with the promises that you make to yourself. Becoming your best you requires a transformation in your identity and building up of your identity. And we can only build up our identity by following through the promises that we make to ourselves. And that means following through with those same promises in the most inopportune of circumstances. I hope today motivated you. I hope today 
inspired you. I hope today gave you hope and, and faith that no matter where you're at in your health and fitness journey right now, that you have the ability to transform by creating one small habit and following through with it. Because if you, you can follow through with the small things, you can then learn how to follow through with bigger and bigger things. You have to form a habit before you optimize it. I hope today helps you get closer and closer to your health and fitness goals. And ultimately, I hope it gets you closer and closer to your best you.